You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to nail it today, baby. All right, good day, hosers. Happy Snowloween in the upper Midwest. <laughs> Something, Church, you are not unfamiliar with. For me, though, it's quite the shock to see yes. snow flurries on Halloween here in Milwaukee. How you doing, buddy? Uh, good, and it kind of screws it up for the kids, right? Now, you know, for example, today in Washington, D.C., I believe the high is like 68 degrees. Perfect. Instead, you've got snow uh, in <laughs> Milwaukee. And the poor kids who put all the effort into their costumes, right? Yeah, no. They got to wear coats. You can't go outside in just your costume when it's 30 degrees out. What's your costume today, kid? Oh, it's a coat from Kohl's. 
I've seen that a few times today. All right. We laugh with Charch because it beats crying. Son of a bitch. Why do you do me this way, God? Kirk Cousins out for the year Mm -hmm. with a torn Achilles. How are you handling it, my friend? I've had many people reach out saying, I can't wait to hear Charge. I hope he's doing okay. I do like Charge. I feel terrible for him. Um, I thought we had decided earlier that most of your listeners do not like charge not- and they're probably reveling in my, <laughs> my sadness over this turn of events. Let me make um- something clear. I never <laughs> said most. I said you had developed a fan club of haters. It's still a tiny percentage. It might be 12%, but it's enough of a group that cares enough to hate you and they're committed to hating you, but I guarantee, <laughs> but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they're still listening. They're still uh, listening. I know how they work. So no, they are not reveling in it. They are they are right, men of good. sport. They are men of fair uh, opinion, and they don't like to see good guys have bad things happen to them. And and it, I will credit Packer fans particularly. Not one Packer fan came at me on Twitter you know, rubbing salt in the wound. I mean, not, not one, which I thought was great. And cause it, there is still some bitterness like eight years later from Anthony Barr dislocating the shoulder of, of Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, I think that could have been there and there wasn't. Um, it's, I'm honestly still coming to grips with it, Zabe. I am not normally somebody who gets emotionally attached to any one player because, you know, especially at our advanced age, Zabe, they all come and go. Even the great ones get reduced to mortality. You know, we and you can't live your life vicariously through the box score of your favorite player, at least not very much, because it's just it's too up too many ups and downs. It's too emotional. But Kirk was different because I had identified Kirk when he was still a redskin at that time as somebody the Vikings should go get. It was a very unpopular take here. I've been taking a ton of slings and, and arrows from the haters for five years. And we had finally gotten to a point where Kirk was playing really some of the best ball of his career. He led the NFL in touchdown passes. He led the NFL in completions. The Vikings offensive line for the first time was finally good. The defense was coming together. It started to feel for this stretch of a handful of games like the Vikings could actually put it together and have a bunch of wins. They had the hard part of their schedule was over. They're going to be favored for most of the rest of their games. It looked like it was all coming together for the Vikings. And then this. And sadly, that is the state of Minnesota sports. Few Isn't cities it? have endured as much heartbreak, disaster, Hindenburg like snatching defeat from the jaws of victory type of years than you guys. Correct. It's been, it has been a, uh, it's, it's where you'd think we'd be accustomed to it, but not this and not this way and not so randomly either. I mean, it's one thing for like the wolves can't put it all together. You know, that's, you know, that's, you know, we're used <laughs> that's to like, that. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it, this is different. It's <sighs> just on a non-contact play. And I then know. I, when, when I, the video first came by my Twitter feed before anybody knew it, and one person, my co-host on Fantasy Football Weekly, had slowed it down on his TV. And when you saw the snap roll up his leg, no. oh, 
the yeah. oh no, yeah, it can only mean one thing. Then the Vikings were not at the time, and they still aren't at in a position to go win games without Kirk. They traded uh, today, now yesterday, if you're listeners for Josh Dobbs, and that helps. He's not, you know, he's non awful, but nowhere Love near that what, phrase. Nowhere. That's yeah. what Chart said in a tweet. He said, "Okay, my plan going forward would be when Nick Mullins is ready." He'd be the starter because he's your non-awful option. <laughs> yes, and then, that's sad. Isn't and then it? for this week, I'd rather lose with Jaron Hall than lose with Sean Mannion. Mannion, you have no face in Sean Mannion. <laughs> not, not whatsoever. What, what made Jared you think Hall. that Jaron? I'm, I'm there watching the game, driving back. We were already on the highway by the time we uh, saw this happen. Um, we're driving back, and it's like me and Josh are like. Damn, why is O'Connell throwing right now? I know. Moron. Yep, all you had to do was just run, 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 punt. <laughs> and, run, you know, run, run, like, punt. Yes, that's it. And that would have been enough to beat the beat the Packers. And and it was, as it turned out. But, you know, Jaron Hall put that game at risk. Uh, and fortunately for my Vikings, it didn't work out that way. Now, some Viking fans feel like, why make the moves for Josh Dobbs when he, and it's a, it's a fair take. Why make the move for Josh Dobbs? He's not going to go win you win you playoff games in all probability. And all he's doing is giving your team wins you don't need next April when you're trying to trying to to uh, go draft a quarterback, your quarterback of the future. And it that's a fair it's a fair observation, and it's probably true. But I think it also signals that the Vikings want to bring Kirk back. That Kirk is the quarterback of the future because they're not playing to try to move from draft position wow. seventeen to de- draft position eight in the draft. Yeah, uh, Josh, when we watched on the iPad to see that Kirk get on the cart, and it was like, okay, damn, he was like, "Who's the Vikings backup?" And I go, "Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I think it's uh, Bert Flimson." <laughs> that, that was the name that I made up just out of the thin air. Bert Flimson. He 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 damn near busted a gut laughing when I said Bert Flimson. Then they're like, Hall's That's coming really in. Good. He's like, Hall's coming in. And I'm like, what's his first name? Exactly. <laughs> Jared. Exactly. Yeah. Jared Hall. Out of now, BYU. Bit, BYU. Uh, so I've nicknamed him. I can't use it publicly, but I can use it here. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is public. I know. You know that, right? right? This, yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. It could be anybody could take this audio, just put it on Twitter. And now it's, you know, now it's everywhere. They will seek um, to can they will seek to cancel you for sport. So let's just leave it, leave it be. You leave don't want to know? I, 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 I do want to know, but I'm going to uh ask you. I'm gonna off text the air. it to you. I'm gonna text it. Yeah, you, you text you it to me, me and then I'll see if it's you okay. Think, if you think that this is this is radio ready or not. Here's, so he's the, okay, here's how cautious I've become as you're texting me, all right? On the yeah. on anything possibly racial that could get you canceled. It's not racial, I'm happy to say. Well, there are the it things is, that could get you canceled. It is, it is religious. The, okay. Um that said, I uh I think one of the, the nickname I would love to use for PGA tour player and two time major winner, Colin Morikawa. Is Mister mm, yeah. is Mister Fuji? Yeah, that makes sense, right? Perfect nickname, and it's a great throwback to wrestling days when Mister Fuji was the manager mm-hmm. for I forget who it was. He was the manager for, but I don't use it on the radio. Although I will say it here because people get too goddamn triggered. 
racist. What do you mean, Mr. Fuji? Even though he is of a mixed race. I believe he's part Japanese, part American. His parents were mixed race. Whatever. Hell of a golfer. Nice guy. I don't even use that on the radio anymore. So, your nickname. Let's see. Let me see if this will fly. Um, and yeah, you may go not ahead. get the reference. You may not get the reference. Go ahead. You called Jaron Hall of BYU the Super Soaker. I don't. Now, I don't get it. You don't get it. That's fine. You don't need to, you. You're. I imagine. <laughs> So I'm going to leave it to your listeners to no, I gotta go you, research this. To what does you what, what this means <laughs> for a BYU quarterback? How is that uh, but religious? <laughs> he's, 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 I don't know if he's good enough to constitute super, but I like calling him super soaker. Um, okay. Yeah. Not so as good as Stubeard. Your no, best not as nickname good as ever. Yeah. Now, if you're wondering who was throwing footballs to Puka Nakua in college, that's Jaron Hall. He's uh, super uh, smart kid, really, really sharp kid, super nice. We've had a chance to interview him a couple of times. He's really, right, really, he's really right. nice kid. Doesn't mean he can play a lick. No. But he is super nice and he's super smart. Um, so he's a super the, soaker. Super soaker is a, a different angle for him altogether. He's got a little mobility. He's going to run a little bit. He may be playing against a backup quarterback for Atlanta this week because there's talk that they're going to continue to bench Desmond Ritter. So, mm. yeah, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's not over. Let me see. Vikings. Mormons, uh, Mormons, uh, baptizing water. Ah, God, I'm having a hard time with this, but. I'm sure people right now are screaming at their car stereos listening to this podcast going, I can't believe you don't get it. Get around, Zabe. Get around a little bit. All right. So that brings up a larger point about the National Football League. As you saw in that Packer game, congrats on the win. I was an idiot for thinking the Packers had a chance in that game, much less that I they... thought they did too. It was a one-point game, Zabe, going in. The spread was one point. You point have nothing half. to apologize for. Point and a half. I sent you a uh, clip. Andy Herman, <clears throat> who does the Pack-A-Day podcast, uh, covers the Packers, had a great uh, just, you know, I don't have to be a football coach to know that all of this is bad kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Take, take a listen. I know this is a visual <laughs> thing, uh, but uh, look it up. Andy Herman, this is him talking about the first third and one the Packers did not convert with their mastodon super slow so huge he's easy to tackle even though everyone thinks oh aj Dillon, look at those thighs there's no other back like aj Dillon in the nfl because it's a dumb concept you want youth speed and jitterbuggy is what you want okay here we go the fifth play of the game it's third and one fifth play of the game you would assume that you're going to call something that's a yeah. staple of your offense yeah. something that you've practiced consistently in the past something that I don't know, can pick you up one yard. Watch all of the mistakes on this play. Start with Rasheed Walker. Left right? tackle. This is Rasheed Walker's block on this play. But- Out of Penn State, a Penn State fan emailed me saying, I saw Rasheed Walker play in college. I'm surprised anybody drafted him. <laughs> yeah. He is current the pack- currently the Packers' backup plan at left tackle. What is that? That that's not going to get the job done. That doesn't even matter. He just basically steps aside your right defensive end. I'm not sure who that is on the play, but he just gives the most minimal of resistance. That was the fourth worst 
line play action on this particular failed fourth and one. Myers, third you've one. seen this one. All right. I think he's practicing that drill where you're sliding. Center Josh Myers goes left, doesn't block your nose tackle, who then gratuitously shoves him down from behind with both hands. Who is that? The nose tackle ends up blowing up A.J. Dillon. That'd be Harrison Phillips. Matt's in practice. Looks fantastic. Look at this form. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful form. How about Runyon? All right, let's collide into Zach Tom. Watch Zach Tom after the play. Hey, you were supposed to play that way. You were supposed yeah, to go that, that way, way, and you did not. Right. They double-teamed the right defensive end for no reason. <laughs> Went the wrong way. So he's going right into Zach Tom. And then how about Christian Watson having to block a linebacker? You get a little, kind of a chip that pushes him into Watson. And All right, that's not going to work. It, the most embarrassing thing ever. I know that Christian Watson's a wide receiver and a linebacker. That's a bad mismatch. But he gets lifted off his feet and thrown five feet backwards into love. I mean, A.J. Dillon had no chance on the play. Imagine you're A.J. Dillon on this play. Third and one. All right, here's what you see. Get the ball in. All right, you're just, it's over. It's done. Third and one, fifth play of the game. And not, like, what, maybe one player is executing this okay. Like, Tucker Craft's doing all right on the outside there. Just, just an absolute nightmare. Just dog shit. So, I don't know how the Packers are going to properly evaluate Jordan Love because they just have such bad line play going on. Uh, Jones is in and out, and uh, we'll see. What did you think as a Viking fan seeing Jordan Love for the first time? And that's fine if you think he's not very good. I just would like your honest opinion. Well, okay, this is it. Really was unchanged because I'd watched a lot of his a lot of his throws, you know, throughout the course of the season. Sure. Um, and I thought what we saw was a lot of what we had seen before, which was indisputable, like just raw arm talent. But all the things you need to get those passes to connect aren't there. The slow decision making process, the inaccuracy, you know, and there were some drops as well that that hurt the team and hurt him overall as well. But, you know, I just don't, ah, man, you just more than anything else, you need a quarterback with poise and smarts and the ability to read the defenses in front of him and make quick decisions. I mean, those are like pivotal things that are even more important than the raw arm talent. And Love hasn't shown any of that yet. As the as the Packers are motoring to the top of the draft, it's <laughs> I, no way do I pass. You know, based on what we've seen so far, motoring the to the top of a at like quarterback rich draft. Yes, they're sitting at pick seven. No way am I passing on a quarterback. And and I don't. You know, it doesn't mean that Love wouldn't turn out. But at minimum, I'd give him competition with somebody that you're going to be able to get in that kind of draft spot, which is where Green Bay's headed. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. This clip was from the end of Quarterback on Netflix with Kirk Cousins narrating the playoff loss to the Giants. It just didn't feel like it should end like that. You understand only one team at the end of the season is able to walk off the field victorious. It's kind of a cruel reality of this business, but, you know, we'll uh, keep working and I uh, will continue to have the goal that someday I'm standing here talking to you all and it's a much, much bigger stage. So thank you. I mean, that's tough right there, isn't it? That it is. does hit different. So just on the Kubler-Raw stages of grief, to close this subject out, with uh, it being denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, where bargaining. are you right now? I'm- You're I'm bargaining, bargaining. like okay. I'm bargaining like, hey, Josh Dobbs is, you know, he's not a half bad quarterback. This season isn't entirely over. Maybe we could still sign Kirk Cousins. Maybe he hasn't played his last game 
for the Minnesota Vikings. You know, that's that's where I'm at right now. And it's so, yeah, I'm making I'm making deals with myself emotionally at this stage. Mormon soaking refers to a act practiced by Mormons where the male inserts his penis and stays completely still for an extended period of time as a loophole to get around the rules in the Mormon faith against having premarital sex. <laughs> and then somebody's supposed to jump on the bed to help it come up and down. That cannot be real, but maybe it is. I don't know. Okay. That's our Jared Hall, the super soaker. <laughs> Which brings us to a larger, a larger point about the National Football League and quarterbacks. And I clown on Mike Francesa plenty. Here he is making an excellent point about the utter unsuitability of many teams QB3 mm-hmm. who are given a helmet and pads and are eligible to play like Tommy DeVito did for the Giants who went one for seven and failed to complete a single pass to a wide receiver. And now let's get to the crux of the matter. And this is on the organization, and this is on the head coach. If you have a player on, and this is not, let me, let me just say this to start. Tommy DeVito, Jersey kid, nice playing kid. in the NFL, God bless him. God bless him. Played in college mm-hmm. at Syracuse in Illinois. God bless him. God bless it's not him. about him. <laughs> what this is about is, if you are the Giants, why would you have a player on the roster who could, in this league, when you see quarterbacks go down at a huge clip, at a high clip every single week, sometimes five in a week, sometimes more in a week, in and out of the games, banged up, hurt. You know there's a great chance that a backup quarterback might have to see action in this game or in these games. If that is the case, why would you have a player on the roster that you do not believe can complete a pass to a wide receiver? He, he's not wrong. We have a woeful quarterback staffing issue problem in the NFL. The, the fact that both his this situation with Tommy DeVito and the Vikings with Jaron Hall, when these backups come in, you're like, you can't even pass. Just run, 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 run. Right. And they ran Saquon Barkley 36 times in that game. 36. Why are you on roster if right. we can't count on you to throw a pass, the most fundamental thing that every quarterback has to do? How did you get on roster? It is a fair point. Maybe there just aren't enough good quarterbacks to go around. 32 teams times three quarterbacks per team. There aren't 96 good quarterbacks out there. I, I get that. But there but are guys currently so bad, yeah, not getting paid that should be on a roster. Andy Dalton should be on a roster. He's on the couch. Uh, yes. Uh, I think Matt Ryan is one year too early in the booth. He should be on a roster. I think that um, Colt McCoy is should be on a roster somewhere. They don't want to pay these guys, and yet it's dumb That's because they think, it. well, all right, if it gets really bad, we're not going to win with him anyway, so we might as well just wait and call him when he's on the couch. But mm. I think that's a very fatalistic way of looking at it, like saying, well, we can't win at all. I think Andy Dalton, for a two- or three-game stretch, could tide you over much more than Tommy Chexnotes DeVito. Yes. 
It, well, the catch is Matt Ryan isn't going to play for the veteran minimum or the rookie minimum or whatever, you know, you know, what Tommy DeVito is getting paid is what they, you know, that's part of the equation, right? You can pay him as little as right. you pay any player on roster. Your, your long snapper is probably getting paid more. Right. But it, so, it just says to me that these owners and these teams are being needlessly cheap, insanely cheap for a very, I mean, this is the NFL charge. They make money hand over fist. So what? You give a guy three, four million dollars to be a clipboard holder well, to be no, QB three? No, it's Zabe. It's the cap, right? Well, I mean, then make it's a, all about it's about cap a, management. Then make a carve out for the cap that says there's a separate cap for QB three. I, I think that's not plausible. Okay. You're going to start making well, positional exemptions. Is for it the cap. is it good for the NFL's image or business to have the likes of Tommy DeVito playing quarterback? for the team in New York well, and not being course, able to no, throw. Of course not. But at the same time, you know, injury brought Will Levis onto the field and he goes and throws four touchdowns. Sometimes, you know, magic does happen when these things occur. Right, but he's a rookie with upside. Tommy yes. DeVito is not. <laughs> is not. No, he is not. <laughs> Suffice to say. <laughs> he is not. That All is right. true. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. 
don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Uh, now, you, you, are you dressing up for Halloween? You going out? Well, I'm looking right now. The snow machine has turned on in downtown mm. uh, Wisconsin, in downtown yep. uh, Milwaukee. It's unbelievable. We got it. Yeah, we got it last night. So I know exactly what you're experiencing. I am not dressing up. Uh, I don't have a costume. I don't have the energy either to get out there and do that. Why do you ask? Well, I ask because once, and I think I've told you this story in years past, but, you know, so forgive me for repeating it, but it, likely you've long since forgotten it and I don't blame you. About 15 years ago, I dressed up for Halloween because I decided, Zabe, that there ought to be some kind of like a, a retribution, an evening of the scales with the kids, right? So the kids show up with this veiled threat, trick or treat. Right. If you do not give me the treat, I'm going to prank you. I'm going to trick you and, you know, whatever that could mean for you and your property. Right. And you terrified the living shit out of them, I believe, as a very realistic Freddy Krueger. I dressed up as the scream villain with the long black robes and the stretched out face mask. And I and I and it came with this costume you know, this is one of those cheap costumes you buy for like 40 bucks at the spirit store that pops up at Halloween. Uh, you know, it's there for like six weeks and it's gone. Bought it for one of those and it came with a plastic knife. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to get the real butcher knife out of my butcher block. And I'm like, this is good. This is going to be great. And these kids are going to come up. They're going to try to punk me, but I'm punking them and I'm going to be scary. And I put them, I put the whole thing together and I walk into the bathroom and Zabe, I scared myself. I mean, you, I'm like, holy shit, this thing really is scary. And I'm holding the knife, and I'm like, man, these kids are going to get it. So, doorbell rings. I'm like, aha, here it goes. Open the door. Trick or treat. It's a five-year-old girl dressed as a princess. Of course. That's that's and what goes trick-or-treating with their sweet mothers. Especially the first doorbell ring of the night, right? It's like 5.15. And the girl immediately starts bawling yeah. and runs away from me down the driveway. And the mom is screaming at me. You've ruined Halloween, you jackass. Ah. 
Yeah. Listen, I think that as a as a daddy of daughters, I too would be pissed off at you. And then, yeah. God forbid, it's a dad who says, "Oh yeah, I'll show you. I'll go to my truck and get my gun." <laughs> we're living, <laughs> we're living in a highly confrontational time in society, and I would highly recommend remember that at all times. A little bit of spooking is one thing. I think the way you took it too far. I did. Was that was, it was a mistake. Learn yeah. from my mistakes. Now, the punking I do with kids, and I do it to, even today, and there is some danger of it backfiring. Do you put a rock in their bag like I've in told Charlie you these Brown? stories every year, haven't I? Yes. I palm <laughs> rocks out of my landscape. And then when I, I, I've got it in my palm and I hand them like one mini candy bar, but they feel the rock and the candy bar go in, and they think they just hit the mother one. Right. And they're like, oh, thanks, mister. Here. That's punking him back. Charlie Brown. Can I have an extra piece of candy for my stupid brother? He couldn't come with us because he's sitting in a pumpkin pad waiting for the great pumpkin. That's a great bit. It's so embarrassing to have to ask for something extra for that blockhead lion. Where does uh, Charlie Brown, I'm waiting for the punchline here. Where does... I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. <laughs> there you go. I got a rock. <laughs> Where does Charlie Brown Thanksgiving rank in the pantheon of Charlie Brown specials? Obviously, now Thanksgiving with the Great Pumpkin or Chris, Christmas talking... is one. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is two. Is Halloween three? That's got to be. Um... I would, I would imagine it's, it's Arbor Day. Charlie Brown is not up there. Not in there. Yeah, I can't think of the others. I mean, I know there were like 20 of them. There were a ton of others, but those are the staples. And those those rang in the season for me when I was a kid. Oh, you yeah. Know, the, you know, seeing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and those, you know, all that sort of stop motion stuff from the 60s. You know, those those were still playing, you know, mid-December. And that meant, hey, it's game on. It's Christmas time. You didn't like it was a short summer, Charlie Brown, or you're in love, Charlie Brown, or Charlie didn't. Brown's All Stars, or Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown, or uh, Bon Voyage, Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and Don't Come Back, Snoopy, I Come believe- Home. They made so many movies. They're like, this is gold. Keep printing yeah, them. And, and it was, uh, yeah, Schultz, uh, Charles Schultz from uh, from Minnesota, Minnesota Hall, by the yes, way, uh, exactly. made a he made a killing. Um, I believe I watched in the theater Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown, which was a a rapids race. Uh, it was a you know rafting race right. down the rapids, right. as I recall. Yep, I think I saw that in the theater as a kid. Uh, they also did It's the Easter Beagle, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I kid you not, 1974. And there is, you think I was joking, It's Arbor Day, Charlie Brown, released in 1976. Wow. Wow. Did you ever see the behind the scenes making of the Charlie Brown Christmas special? No. Oh, Charge, I'm going to send you a link. Is it good? It's incredible. The story is incredible. Basically, they went to Charles M. Schultz and said, the network did, and said, could you make a 30 minute TV show based on Charlie Brown for Christmas? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, we've never done this before, but, you know, let me talk to my illustrator and see what we can come up with. So they had to come up with a story. They didn't know what the story was going to be. They decided to put this Vince Guaraldi jazz trio music 
to the special, which was very out of step with what they expected, right? Yeah. And they included uh, the high point of the episode, the reference to the Bible verse. Yeah, and very and Jesus yeah. and everything they, else. Yeah, yeah. Well. They were nervous about that that there would be pushback on it, and it was the exact opposite. They had all they got all of these compliments that they had decided to keep that in. Yeah, and so the network executives when they they turned it in, it was a rush job too. They're like, ah, oh, okay, just uh, go ahead, slap it together, give it to the network, and the, all the people involved in it, the illustrator and what were like, yeah, this is going to be a one off. They're going to go, this sucks, and we're never doing this again. And the network was like. Yeah, God, you know, that's uh, it's not what we wanted. But we've already promoted that it's going to be on, so fuck it, run it. <laughs> and they ran it, and it blew up. It People said, oh, my God, that's the sweetest, most wonderful, perfectest thing out there. And then it spawned, it spawned a greedy cavalcade of sequels, including... And not even ending with it's Arbor Day. You would have thought it's Arbor Day, Charlie <laughs> that Brown. Would have been, yeah, would that would have been ended the end, it. right? Oh yes. no, no. They followed up with It's Your First Kiss, Charlie Brown. What a nightmare, Charlie Brown. You're the greatest Charlie Brown. She's a good skate, Charlie Brown. Life is a circus, Charlie Brown. It's magic, Charlie Brown. Someday you'll find her, Charlie Brown. God, how many of these are these? I can't even read them all. There's 30, no, 34, it's... 36, 37, 44. Goes on forever. Now, uh, I read the Charles Schultz biography, which was fascinating. The guy's life was amazing. And one of the big things that I, I remember that you may not know, at least of the writing of this biography, which is about 10 years ago, the play that has been run more than any other in the history of the country is the Charlie Brown play, which I don't remember if it was a retelling of the Christmas one or not. But it was a it was a play that Schultz knocked off also thinking it was going to be a total disaster kind of thing. But it turns out like every high school does it like once every 10 really? years. Junior highs do it. Yeah. So it's been run over and over and over. And they've made a ton of money. Right. You got to pay rights for it and everything. Ton of money on the play as well. And it continues to be the is again, as far as I know, the most run, the most run play in America. Wow. And it wasn't the play that the kids in the christmas special were performing when no. charlie was sent out to go get a tree and comes back with a mangy natural tree when the trend was aluminum that's right that's right <laughs> do you know that there really was a trend of aluminum christmas trees at that hard time? to believe who wanted that but they weren't the way they drew them in the cartoon they weren't cylindrical clang clang type things mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. were uh synthetic fiber glistening silver and gold trees wow. so imagine a crude fake christmas tree with its fake green leaves and shoots and needles but yeah. replace it with gold and silver i think that was also in the special where they had a picture of yeah these were a thing back in the day <laughs> it was really picking up steam in the late 60s that's why we wrote it into the story all right last ad on halloween then we're done here um I put out my ranking for how do you know if you're a candy sicko on a um, scale of 1 to 10 based on a survey of the most hated Halloween candy in the US. Okay, I'm going to can I can I take my stabs at it right now? Before you take your stabs, I said okay. if you answer that you like between 0 and 1 of these 10, you're normal. <laughs> If you if you answer <laughs> between you do. if you answer between two and four, it's ooh weird. 
If you answer between five and seven, it's seek help. And if it's between <laughs> eight and ten, you're a certified lunatic. Okay. I am at three. Yeah. Yeah, and I know one of your three right now because I've known you long enough to know. Three, and that makes me, ooh, weird. You are weird, so this is not news to anybody. One of yours is candy corn. Dang. One of the worst. I don't (laughs) understand it. I'll never get it. And you can't convince me it's anything to just molded, shaped, and colored sugar. There's no flavor to candy corn except sweet. That's it. (laughs) Hey, good news is I'm not here to convince anybody. It means more candy corn for me. Yes, it does. The Necco wafer has to be in here. Not as yours, but it's got to be in the list. And it's it's one of my favorites. It's no. Yes. (laughs) Why? Because it just, it hits, it hits right for me. The chocolate Necco wafer is glorious. I can put them in my mouth, let them soak. Uh, suck off the lovely little sugary dust and then get the nice smoky chocolate aftertaste. They're delightful. Chocolate. Come on. I I bet if I blindfolded you and gave you all the variations of flavor of Of Necco wafer and asked you to identify them, you would not be able to identify any of them, including the chocolate. Uh, Yes, I could. And I would love to take that challenge. Okay. Keep guessing. Are you still guessing? Uh, Do you want me to go ahead and now, read the top the 10? The circus peanut is Dang. rarely used anymore, Dang. but it's awful. It's, it's in verifiably there. terrible. It's in there, my friend. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. All right. You got three so far. That's pretty good. All right. I think I'm. I'm those are the, the three that popped immediately to my mind, but let me hit you with this. Okay. The butterscotch. The hard butterscotch candy. Yeah. Not in there. Okay. Uh, one of them is a very staple candy that also draws absolute horror from most people. Good and plenty. I love good and plenty. Oh, the licorice. Yeah, I you're a big anise guy. Everybody says that about you. You love your anise. <laughs> anise. What is what is anise? So, anise is the it's the it's the clinical term for licorice. Oh, okay. It's black licorice for black licorice. Okay. Anise. Uh, so it's ten is licorice, nine is good and plenty, which is just candy coated licorice. Eight yes. is Mary Jane's, seven is Tootsie Rolls, six is Necco wow. Wafers, seven is Smarties, four is Wax Coke Bottles. Oh, those are awful. Three is Circus Peanuts, two is Peanut Butter Kisses, and number one is Candy Corn. Do you, of I, those ten... I can't, I can't argue, I don't want to eat any of those, but I'll take the Tootsie Roll if I have to, but that's, I don't want any... So you're a one? I'm a, I'm a zero. I don't want any of them. I, they're all losses to me. In if 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 I were trick or treating it at age fifty five, yes. Are they the Tommy DeVito of candies? <laughs> run, 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 baby! Oh my God! Charge is always uh, guillotineleagues.com. It's getting spicy. The team in my station league that had Patrick Mahomes just got knocked out. I know. And Kelsey Pacheco, they all, they all, they're all available in these leagues. And we're like, what? I never get a chance at Chiefs. Let's go, baby. Oh, I have Pacheco. He's still on my team. But yeah, I'm going to make a run at Mahomes. No secret like there. It. I've got a full fab, full free agent acquisition budget or fab. You got a thousand? You, got a, you have your starting thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, time to spend, baby. No I'm point gonna... in dying with a thousand. <laughs> all right, Charge, as always, my friend. Great to talk. All right. See you, buddy. See you later. Bye-bye. Hey, Jose. Yeah, what? Guess what? What? It's over. Hey, go.
are short. No way. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.